Hey everyone, you're listening to On the House with Spartan, an ad-free podcast brought to you by a full-service turnkey company. I'm your host, Lindsay Davis, CEO and co-founder of Spartan Invest. On this show, we talk about all things real estate, from market patterns, industry insight, construction, property management, and other investment avenues. We hope you'll join as we dive into today's episode of On the House with Spartan. Welcome back to another episode of On the House with Spartan Invest. Today, I've got a special guest. I am joined today by Maggie Nelson. So she is Director of Property Management Operations. And just so you guys know what that is, so basically she oversees Atlas Rental Properties, everything outside of maintenance. So you're talking about uh, rent collection, evictions, tenant relations, uh, leasing. She, She oversees all of that. So her plate is very, very full. And um, most of the plate is covered with just chaos at any given moment. So thank you so much, Maggie, for taking the time and joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So tell us a, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, so I have been with Atlas about a year and a half now coming up on the, the two year mark. And uh, I actually came from the restaurant industry. So the only industry I've ever worked in for the past 15 years has been the restaurant. So this is my first job outside of that industry. And, uh, I wouldn't change anything about it at all. It's per- a perfect fit. So it is. It is. It's just it's yes. it's so fast paced and and chaotic that it, it just mashes very very well. It does very much so. So I, I've really enjoyed the growth and learning that I've gained from Atlas and Spartan and and this road that it's taken me on. And it's it as chaotic as it is and as crazy as it is. It's it's a well oiled machine. So it's it's good stuff. Well, so um, for anyone like if this is just happens to be the first episode that you're listening to, Atlas Rental Property is the property management company. It's like the sister company to Spartan Invest, and in that. Atlas manages all of the properties that Spartan Invest either resells to investor clients or that our new construction company, Corinth, builds and sells to investors. So the portfolio, we've got about, uh, I'd say, almost 2,000 properties under management in our various markets. So tell me what your average day looks like. And I know it can change, but just kind of give me a day in the life a little bit. Uh, So initially... Uh, the chaos, definitely. But you never really know what you're going to get in. So the first thing we try to do in the mornings is see what issues we've had happen overnight. So, you know, kind of check in with maintenance. If we have tenants calling our leasing agents, saying that they're having issues, Uh, the AR team will deal with tenants who are mad about this, that and the other. And, you know, please don't send me to eviction. I'll pay my rent at the end of the month in increments, you know, that kind of thing. So it's kind of all day, it's just hit every department and see where the need is and how we can fix that and, and move forward and continue on helping our tenants throughout throughout the day. Yeah, you know, and I think that we've actually been approached by a, a production company as far as wanting to do like a reality show. Oh, yeah. And and the reason why we, we have to joke about it, I know we've talked a lot about it on this podcast, but the property management piece of rental state, real estate investing is the hardest piece. Hands down, it's the hardest piece. It's a very thankless job. So uh, I can definitely see where your day-to-day is, hey, I'm just going from department to department putting out fires. You know, it's, it is just very different from hour to hour. So, uh, well, let's let's talk a little bit more about the the eviction piece of it, because that is 
with all of our investor clients calling interested in real estate, I think the the two biggest fears, number one is what happens if they pay the, if they stop paying their rent, you know, and yeah. you've got to go through the eviction because then the investor is, you know, handling, paying their mortgage. They're not seeing any cash flow. And, and then the second is all things maintenance, right? So it, it all stems from property management our investors' performance of their portfolio. Yeah. Um, so talk a little bit about the AR process, the eviction process, uh, and what that looks like for your team. Okay. Uh, so essentially, the AR department is kind of broken down by the month. So beginning of the month, first to the fifth, is when we're collecting rent. Um, as soon as rent is collected by the fifth, anything that passed that goes to the sixth, collects a late fee. They are late on rent. The AR team uh, between the 7th and the 10th of every month is getting termination notices ready. So what that means is when a tenant has is behind an entire month's worth of rent, we're going to post a notice on their door. Uh, the state of Alabama, it has to be a seven-day business seven business day notice that we post on their door saying, hey, we've got to collect this rent within seven business days or you will be handed over to our attorney's office for eviction. Uh, we have a lot of people that get that notice and panic and pay their rent immediately. We have a lot of people who call and try to make payment arrangements. And the AR team in the past, you know, during COVID and the eviction moratorium, when we weren't allowed to kick anybody out, like we were taking payment arrangements left and right just to try to get our investors some cash flow uh, happening because a lot of people weren't getting any. So now that we have moved away from that, uh, partial payments and payment arrangements were, we're kind of getting rid of. Like we got to start getting back into the real world the way that it used to be, the way that it's moving back to and get these people to start paying their rent on time for our benefit. So, you know, we don't have to send as many people to our attorney's office and for our investors to continue to, to see their return, right? Uh, so AR is a, a monthly thing. After the seven business days is up in the state of Alabama. Then we send the file over to our attorney's office. Uh, we have a great relationship with an attorney here in Birmingham. Uh, I think they've, we've been working with them way before I ever showed up. Uh, <laughs> and they, they really like us and they're very helpful um, when it comes to that. And they're really good and quick at getting, you know, possessions or getting, you know, pay in stays where we allow the tenant to pay some money pay with their balance and stay in the property. Uh, they're really good at working with us and working with the tenants at that as well. Right. Um, right. I mean, and, and having like a, a, a partner like that is so crucial, especially when, like you said, we're, we're having to retrain and, and just to kind of tell everybody. So before COVID, before 2020, um, Atlas Rental Property, which it was called Alabama Rental Property at the time. We had to change that name because we we moved out of Alabama. Uh, but <clears throat> we would constantly work with tenants because the thought process is that, hey, why would we don't want to have our investors have to pay for a move out, an eviction. It, it's costly. It's very costly. So on the on the occasions that tenants would fall behind and could work out a payment plan as long as they would stay true to it, you know, we would work with them. But you're absolutely right in that through COVID and the eviction moratorium, which I know we've talked extensively about and how chaotic it was when the federal government's like, hey, guys, you don't have to pay your rent. And we're yeah. like, what? Uh, you know, and, and everything that we had to do to react to that. 
Um, so now we're, we're having to retrain We're we're basically retraining tenants to say, no, actually you do still have to pay and you have to pay on time. And, and so pulling way, way, way back on those payment arrangements has, has been difficult, but you guys are finally starting to see the benefit of that, of the, the non-payment arrangements. Hey, no, we're, we're serious. We've got to get back in this, in, in this habit. So after we've, we are working with our eviction attorney, we've handed it off to them, uh, after they've done the seven day notice, et cetera, et cetera. What is that? What does the rest of that process look like? So we get the file, we send, you know, to our attorney's office, they want the signed lease saying that the tenant does, you know, recognize like, Hey, I, I'm supposed to pay this amount on this date. I know that. Uh, They want the tenant's application. So if they do, while in the process of eviction, vacate the property, uh, they'll be able to try to go after them for collections. Um, And then we have the ledger and a copy of the termination notice. So we send all that to our attorney's office. Within they they've told us, but if we send the file before three, that a file immediately is opened with them, which means they're going to send a summons out to the tenant saying, "Hey, you've been sent to eviction." you you have seven days to respond. Uh, so they give the tenant seven days to respond to us saying, hey, you know, you owe us this amount of money. Uh, the responses could be, you know, the landlord didn't give me proper notice or I don't owe this money or whatever their response is going to be. Uh, and then that will go to the courts and they will set us a court date. Uh, typically, it takes about two to three weeks to get a court date once we send the file to eviction. Uh, if the tenant has an attorney that's representing them, that date can get pushed back and kind of waiver. They can ask for continuances and all that kind of stuff. It just depends. Typically, if a tenant's representing presenting themselves, the standard time is about two to three weeks that we'll see them in court. At that point, we will go to the court whenever they they give us a court date. We will go for the judgment either. And we always ask our investors to, you know, do you want to allow them to pay their way out of this and stay? Or do you want to evict only and just gain possession of your property? And it's it's really up to the investor how how they want to maneuver that. Uh, sometimes it's a tenant who's paid late. So many times the owner's like, let's just get them out. Let's just try some, try somebody new, you know? So we really take that into account what our investors, uh, are asking for. So once we go to court, we either get possession of the property or they get put on a payment plan with the attorney's office. Like, Hey, you have to have all the money paid by this time, um, in order to stay in the property. If they don't meet that payment arrangements with the attorney's office, then we do, they file a writ for possession. So once they file a writ for possession, they reach out to us to confirm vacancy before they call the sheriffs to go out there and, you know, check out the house. They want us to confirm that they're still in it. And sometimes the tenants are still there and sometimes the tenants have already left and not said anything. So that's that's another thing. Like, how do how do you determine that before they leave and all that kind of stuff? But the AR team's really good about confirming vacancy, getting with the attorney immediately, and then they set up a date with the sheriff to have the sheriff go out and remove the tenants from the property. Yeah. And, so. you know, um, I don't know exactly. Cause like you said, most of the time, I, I would say majority of the time that the tenants out prior to the sheriff ever stepping foot out there, right. It's, it yeah. is rare that we're having to go out there with the sheriff, but not ever knowing when a, a tenant vacates. So it's, it's hard to see exactly that, that length of time, but on average, yeah. I know we track it. We talk a lot about that, about how we, we try to track every single metric we possibly can think of on the property management mm-hmm. side, uh, in order to give the investor the best, you know, the best overall picture of the likelihood of how they're 
property is going to perform. So what's the average eviction um, timeline? So what we've been looking at pretty consistently for the past couple of uh, months is about 58 to 60 days to once the file is sent to the attorney's office to the tenant either vacating on their own, a sheriff removal, or however that looks. We, we, we're averaging about 57 to 58 days. Man, I'm telling you, I want to I wanna take that snippet and blast it everywhere because I know <laughs> that in several populated, and where most of our investors are based out of, uh, in in like uh, Southern California, in New York, um, I know Colorado. You know their average eviction is four to six months. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah. I know. So I mean, and that's just what makes that's one of the things. I mean, you, you have to be on your p's and q's. You got to make sure you do it by the book. But Alabama is a landlord friendly state, and that if your tenant is not paying their rent. Maintenance aside, none of that matters. That yeah. that hey, you still you're still responsible for your rent. If you're not paying it, that they're going to see through that that you're evicted from the property. One thing that investors uh, also ask a lot about, and it's it's very uh, it's very important. It's like hey, what happens to the balance? So let's say they've had a tenant go all the way through the eviction process, and they were set out by a sheriff, or let's just say that the their particular tenant stopped payment and we started the eviction process and then they vacated. But there's still that balance. There's past due rent. There's any damage that's been done to the property. What what do we do with that balance and and how can the investor recoup some of that cost? So um kind of a this is kind of a weird way to put this, but kind of a positive note. If the tenant is in eviction and does have a balance and vacates the property and then there's damages and we do a move out and there's more of a balance, that file is already with our attorney's office. So our Birmingham attorney uh, will take that file and it moves it from eviction to collections. So that's part of why we send the application so they can try to ping their work number, find out where they're working, get a judgment to be able to garnish that tenant's wages. Um, Sometimes, you know, collections take a little bit longer in locating a person and they've probably hopped jobs several times and that kind of stuff. So really, they're they're really good about hunting people down. I know it sounds like they're like bounty hunters, but they, they want to try to collect um, on our owner's behalf, especially if the owner's already paying those attorney fees for that file being turned over. Uh, so that's... That's one way that we, you know, follow with collections. We have some people who leave and they've paid their rent the whole time, but they have multiple damages to the property and now they have a balance, right? So that we can turn over to the same attorney's office as a collections file and not as an eviction file. And they'll do the same process of trying to, you know, locate where they're working, find out, you know, where they've moved to and all that kind of stuff. They'll search them in all the different court systems to try to find them and garnish their wages to get that money back. So we're talking about uh, about the this and it it sounds it sounds bad, right? It sounds it does sound like we're bounty hunters a little bit. It sounds like we're, you know, we're after them, but uh, honestly, it's we're only going after the tenant and the law only allows us to go after the tenant for what the tenant rightfully did to the to damage the property, right? And this is outside of normal wear and tear. So if there's little scratches on the walls and we've got to repaint it to get it fresh for a new tenant, we can't necessarily go after the former tenant for that because that could definitely be considered normal wear and tear. So we're talking about worst case scenario, but give us big picture. How many properties do we have in eviction? What's our eviction percentage right now? 
So our eviction percentage is about 2.5% um, out of the 1,780 properties that we manage, 52 of them are actively in eviction now. Uh, so, I mean, if you look at the scale, that's that's pretty small. And and we're, we're really good about, you know, work, we understand that life happens to our tenants too. So you have to be flexible in some aspects, but, you know, really pushing, hey, your rent's due by the fifth, we're not taking any more exceptions, that kind of thing has, we've really seen a great improvement on how people are like getting on their game and paying their rent and trying to stay in their house. And it's just, it's been a really good past couple of months, our eviction percentage. I think when we ended around the end of September, it was like in the 3%. And now we're down to like the 2.5%. And we're, we're, we're pushing that number as low as we can possibly get it. Right. And that's, I mean, that you know, prior to COVID, we, we hovered around that, that 1%. And then, you know, the, the eviction moratorium, like we said, definitely put uh, a pretty big kink in, in that entire process. So kind of reining that back in, retraining, uh, retraining our tenants. And and I wanted to to paint that eviction percentage to for our investor clients and that that is like the that's the biggest fear. It's like, well, what if the tenant stops paying? Well, guess what? That can happen. That that can happen. And if you invest enough in real estate and diversify your portfolio like we always talk about doing, that's going to happen. This is inevitable. If you've got properties and you've got people living in them and your uh, your investment's performance is based on other people, then yes, those things are going to inevitably happen. However, they are the exception. They are not the rule. And now you've got two and a half percent that are that are in active eviction. It's just it's such a, a large topic and concern, rightfully so, um, for for our investor clients. So on the recollection side, what is our what is the that timeline look like? If there is a big balance, about how long have you seen tenants? Or I'm sorry, how long have you seen investors be able to recoup their money at, versus you know and how much? So as far as collection time, uh, it can take anywhere between six to six months to two years as we've seen it. It really just depends on how quickly um, our attorney's office can locate that tenant. You know, some people like to use aliases and and not register their addresses and that kind of stuff. And and that can take a while to find that person. But in the interim, while, you know, we're still going after this person that owes you back rent, that owes you damages, all that stuff, we are actively turning that property and putting you a new tenant in it so you can start your cash flow immediately while on the back end, we're still going after that person who still owes you money. So we, we're advocating for the investor to try to, to recoup whatever funds we possibly can for them. That's, I mean, that's awesome too, is that we're, we're already moving forward with it, but we're still trying to collect on on the back end. So I know you're on the property management side and, and you're just doing a phenomenal job with managing all of the different departments, but what advice could you pass on to Spartans investors, you know, cause they're, they're buying the properties from Spartan and then we're hand, you know, they, they get handed off to, to our property management team. What would you say is the biggest, you know, piece of advice from your perspective that you could pass along to investors? Uh, I would trust the process of your property management group. Uh, you know, we're professionals. We've been doing this. We're down in the trenches working to advocate for your, 
needs, for your benefits. So I would just say trust the process of your property management group would be my, the biggest advice I could possibly give. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really good advice too, because you also have to take into consideration that Atlas doesn't get paid unless the investor gets paid. Right. So, so much yeah. of the collection process and our team members are, are working while not, while Atlas is not seeing any revenue. We do not bill our investors if the tenant is not paying. We're not, you know, you're not paying into ARP for us managing that property in that interim. So, I mean, that's, that's huge. And, and saying, so we're out there fighting, like you said, in the trenches trying to collect when tenants do go into eviction, et cetera, et cetera while not seeing any revenue from that. So it, it is definitely a win-win scenario. And and so we are we our goals are aligned, our incentives are aligned, and that is to get you paid, to get the investor paid. So yeah, that's a that's a perfect point, Maggie. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. I love all the the property management insight. It's it's so important, so vital to uh, real estate investing. So thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of On the House with Spartan Invest. Thank you guys for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to learn more, check us out online at SpartanInvest.com. Until next time, this is On the House with Spartan. Spartan.